And now it's time for the Ask Dr. Tommy Show, featuring health news, opinion, and insight from Wesley Chapel's concierge medicine physician, Dr. Tommy McElroy. And thank you for joining us today. This is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show. I'm Dr. Tommy McElroy, and I'm a sports and family medicine physician at Wesley Chapel, and my practice is a concierge medicine practice, but we also do uh, medicine, fitness, and nutrition. That's our tagline, and uh, we like to have uh, the ability to help patients and whatever their uh, level of fitness is and whatever their level of health is, try to optimize themselves. And one of the key components in our practice is trying to get people to do a fitness program because that helps them in so many ways and increases their flexibility, increases their strength, increases their mental acuity, increase, uh, helps uh, improve their mental outlook on life. And it's just uh, one of the things that we find is very uh, beneficial if you can start a um, any type of fitness program. And today I'm pleased to have in the office Alana Hernandez, and she is a fitness uh, expert because she is actually a professional in fitness, and she has her own business. And uh, Alana, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Dr. Tommy? I'm doing well. Tell us, you have a very uh, interesting history. You started off, did just go ahead and tell us, you were a, a <laughs> professional body uh, fitness model. Yes. Actually, I'm, I'm a professionally IFBB. I'm mm-hmm. a figure athlete. Um, I've taken a hiatus to actually venture out into a new industry, and um, but next year I'm hoping to be back on the post-professional stage and um, shining that, that fitness light on fitness again. So at IFBB, what does that stand for? International Federation of Bodybuilders. Um, it's world known. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like a, it's, it's a high athletic, very... Um, professional level of fitness it's like the the most extreme fit that you can be and um it's fantastic (laughs) how long does it take to train to be in a competition i know it's a very arduous is it how many weeks is it um i would say it has to depend on the person when they start and what their body fat is normally i i typically have my body fat i being an athlete i keep it under 14 percent mm-hmm. typically throughout the year okay so when i compete in a show i might get under 10 to 9 maybe even under that percentage how long does it take you from going to where you're walking around now at 14 to get to the competition level uh for me since i have so much experience this is years and years of dieting it takes me approximately six to eight weeks okay and then after that you do a, how often would you do a competition then you do one and then take a rest for how long well, with my body, um, I typically like to do a show back to back to back, and I'll, I'll try to do three or four because staying that low in body fat, you get, you know, your body's exhausted. Mm-hmm. Everything, you know, it's, I mean, it's it's an extreme sport, so it's not the healthiest mm-hmm. because we're at our peak fitness wise, and when you're going into low low body fats, things change in your body. So. I typically will do maybe three or four shows, okay. and um, and then I take a, a break. So like right now, I've taken three year break, and my body feels fantastic because yeah. I actually have been able to heal, and um, you know, and when your body's nice and ready to start dieting again for that low body fat. Mm-hmm. Um, then, like I said, it just takes maybe like six weeks. Um, it's all nutrition. <laughs> Why do you think it is that a lot of people? Uh, abstain from exercise you know it's it's one of those things you just love hate thing or, or maybe it's a, some people love it some people hate it and the people that even love it still hate it mm-hmm. why do you think that is um i think it's an idea i think that some people they have these um unobtainable goals because they see people 
on TV that may be 120 pounds yeah. or, you know, they don't realize that visually. When, <laughs> when you're, when you're, you know, starting off too, I think there's such a big mountain to climb that right. you can't see those little successes each right. way and try to make small goals for yourself. It's almost insurmountable. Yeah. I mean, you know, 10 pounds is a lot to lose. Right. It really takes a lot of work. And then if you look at it from the standpoint of weight, you know, if you lose weight, lose fat, let's say, but you build muscle, then the weight, the scale doesn't really change. So that exactly. could be, we see that a lot with our weight loss patients as they get closer to their optimal weight, mm. they start to even out. Mm. And I tell them, well, that's because, you know, you're, you're working out now more so you're building muscle, but still psychologically for them, it's hard because exactly. they're thinking, I know, but I just want to see the scale go down, 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 even though the muscle mass that they have is good for them. Right. And, and usually what I do is I'll take their body fat measurements with my calipers right. at the beginning. So yeah, and I, I don't thing. even let them know when at the first time I do it. So mm-hmm. then this way they can actually see the contrast within like two or three weeks because yeah. they will drop body fat. It may not show on the scale with the, with the weight because we have muscle, fat, blood, and everything in our body. And, mm-hmm. you know, unless you do a specific type of test for those things, you won't be able to necessarily know if your body has this, um, you know, this much of fat versus mm-hmm. this much of weight. And we're in this Ask Dr. Tommy show, and we're talking to Alana Hernandez, who's a professional figure competitor. She has over 10 years of training experience as well. And so when we come back, we're going to talk about what she's doing now to train people. And it's a new concept that is uh, hopefully going to help people train no matter where they are. And uh, this is the Ask Dr. Tommy show. We'll be right back. Hi there. This is Dr. Tommy McElroy. You didn't go to medical school so you could fill out paperwork. Got into medicine because you wanted to help people. You want to make a difference. You want to heal and connect with your patients. Atlas MD is the EMR that will help you get to where you always wanted to go. Learn how to transition your practice to direct care and learn more about Atlas MD EMR at atlas.md. That's A-T-L-A-S dot M-D. And thank you for joining us again. This is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show. I'm Dr. Tommy McRoy, and I'm in the studio here with Alana Hernandez, whose website is Helana Hernandez. That's H-E-L-L-A-N-A Hernandez with a Z at the end, dot com. And, uh, you know, you do training, but you also do some kind of different types of training. You do online training, too. Tell us about that. Um, Online training is, you know, it's actually for those that maybe have some either hesitation about having a private one-on-one personal trainer or they may be so advanced in their fitness levels that they don't actually need someone there to guide them. They already know what they have to do, their corrected form, and they maybe just want to change in their routines. So, so this might be for someone who's just trying to fine-tune, for instance, maybe exactly. even a competitor. Yeah, maybe They I'll, want an expert consult almost. Exactly. Either that or maybe someone who's been working out for years and they're just a little stagnant. They need, they need some type of change. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I'm, I'm able to incorporate not just the basic weights. I do a lot of balance. I do a mm-hmm. lot of core work. Um, you know, we'll do a lot of bands. So I incorporate a lot of different and sports mm-hmm. also boxing, jumping rope. Um, so it's, it's just to those people, like I said, that maybe they need something um, else instead of their regular routines. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, the workouts online are fantastic because across the globe, they actually people can call me and I'll be able to send them a workout routine that I have created. So all and the you different... create the ones specifically for their needs. Exactly. Like you were saying exactly. before, like if you wanted, if someone wanted to get you know, their arms only or, right. or, or just their glutes or just their core or something right. like that. Or just stretching. Maybe they just want to stretch. You know, I, I, I'm starting a new program for adult fitness. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, you're doing senior citizens as well, right? Yes, sir. Like, uh, you know, serve the population that may not be so agile. Maybe they just want to, you know, have some extra flexibility and strengthen their core and balance. And then you also do one-on-one training. So if someone has a, you know, 
obviously if they need your hands-on uh, expertise, then you'll, you'll do that as well. Definitely. Yeah, I'll go to their office, um, to their home. I don't need equipment. We can do it all with body weight because I've worked out plenty of times that I don't need equipment. So mm-hmm. my whole goal is actually just to help people learn all the different ways. Some people are starting out there. They're wanting to start a uh, training. Give us some good tips on how to, what's, the, what's some of the first things you need to do in order to start a training regimen? Uh, definitely start somewhere. I, you know, you have to be active. It's I always like, tell people, if you're not doing anything, at least just start with walking. Walking is the number one thing. I always mm-hmm. recommend also the same thing. Just start out there walking. You yeah. can, you know, you can change the pace. You can, you know. And I try to tell people, if they're healthy, I, you should always ask your doctor if you before you start a training program of any variety. But I always tell people, if you're going to do walking, when you're able to, start walking to the point where you can't speak in a full sentence. Absolutely. Because that means that you have probably gotten near your target heart rate. Right. So if you're listening and you want to figure out what your target heart rate is, it's 220 minus your age, and then that is your maximum heart rate. And then 75 to 85% of that is typically what most uh, people consider the target heart rate. So if you're exercising in that range, then that means you're you're doing some cardiovascular benefit for yourself. If you're ex- exercising below that, doesn't mean it's no benefit, but it means that you're, you're not really optimally getting the uh, uh, bang for your buck, so to speak. So I try to tell people to do uh, target heart rate and um, do that for 20 minutes a day, uh, four or five times a week to be great. That's a great idea. And also they can also get into their fat burning zone once they get to know those numbers. Yeah, so tell us about the fat burning zone. Um, well, again, you talk about the basal metabolic rate, and mm-hmm. there's a certain percentage rate that your heart rate should get in in order for you to start burning fat. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, once you can manipulate those numbers, you're going to be so much more um, able to actually change your physique. Um, yeah. You know, you get into How long the- does it take for someone to see a change, you think? Is it weeks? I think three weeks. Three weeks. Three so weeks three is, weeks of a pretty good workout, you should be able to see some difference. Definitely. And definitely. if you're not, then maybe you need to talk to someone and say, What am I doing not right? Exactly. Yes. How about how about diet? How important is that when you're when you're exercising? Um, it's very important, especially the more that you start exercising because mm-hmm. you wanna you wanna maximize your benefits that the weight training is doing along with the eating. How much protein do you recommend for someone who's trying to uh, increase their lean mass? Um, well, as I tell everybody when they first start, I say focus on just the form of the exercises and getting more active okay. and, and eating just the basic three meals a day. If you mm-hmm. haven't been used to eating three meals already, because right. most, most people don't even eat. Most people eat like one they or two. One meal a day. Yeah. And they think that's going to suffice for a whole eight, 12 hours that you're working. Right. So, then your body goes into turtle mode yeah. so that you can go then through you the see whole your, day. Your mood changes. Yeah. You know, you get, you get a little real slow. You get and, slow and sluggish. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, and then you notice that your stomach is getting bigger with less meals that you're eating because you're holding on to more fat yeah so you know you have to start getting more active yeah, your body's adjusting to your yes. you know, caloric intake by storing rather than burning exactly exactly so you know just for me to when i first start with a client i, I try to implement just good basic eating habits you mm-hmm. know just well-rounded foods that you know are not have not high in fat you mm-hmm. know uh, basic chicken fishes and what about when they're trying to okay now they've done that now mm-hmm. they're trying to get basically put on muscle now they're trying to put on muscle yeah well, that's when we start like actually dissecting the diet because okay. we would have to know how many calories they're consuming in order for us to manipulate their foods mm-hmm. so i i typically ask my clients to write everything down that they're eating after each meal and how they feel after mm-hmm. each meal because i'm sure you know every meal you know a carb is not all the same you know sometimes one carb could be different for someone else right um, and it can make you feel bloated and it's not actual fat. It's maybe just water weight. So, 
you have to know those 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 details in order for you to start manipulating your diet to change your body. When we were in um, um, when I was in fellowship, that we had a training that said there were studies that said zero point eight to one point two grams of protein per pound of body weight mm-hmm. was optimal for um, putting on lean mass. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with those numbers? Um, I think those numbers are. Um, they're a little bit low. You think in it's my gotta opinion. be higher? Yeah, oh, really? I think it has to be a lot higher. I mean, really? I typically say it's, you know, especially 20 to 25 grams of protein per meal. Mm-hmm. If you're, ha- if you're more active again, you're going to mm. need a little bit more because your muscles need more. So you're just doing it per meal more than pound of body weight. Yes. Okay. Yes. If, if you, like I said, if, if you're trying to lose like a ton of weight, then it's going to become calories. What's you your, know. what's your take on weight or, uh, proteins? Mm-hmm. So, you know, Natural proteins come in meat and fish and things like that. But what about proteins that you ingest that are supplemental protein? What are you, what is your recommendation for those? Oh, I love I love supplements. Um, again, after the client has established like a good basic eating habits, mm-hmm. then I think you should add the supplements in because that's what they're there for. So okay. supplement. Maybe you're too busy to have another two meals during a day. You can actually supplement. And it had the same, you know, have the same benefits, but this way you're, you know. What about like whey versus casein versus what's the difference in others? I I think those, um, those are sensitivities that people have. It's not necessarily uh, quality. I, well, there is a better quality. There's always going to be a better quality out there depending on what company it is. Sure. But you can also, you can always get, um, you can always get the basics and Mm -hmm. still benefit from them. Uh, it's just, like I said, I think sensitivity really plays a part with those kind of proteins. Yeah. Cause most of the protein that I've seen that it's usually whey protein. Whey and, and people that have stomach issues, they do the soy. Soy, I mean, it's it's just, like I said, we have a version here, Metagenics that's pea and rice and Robin Hatfield. I think she likes it. And I think it tastes like baby formula, (laughs) but, uh, Anyway, this is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show, and I'm here with Alana Hernandez. And when we come back, we'll talk about what she's got planned for the summer and any uh, upcoming events uh, in her life. This is uh, Ask Dr. Tommy Show. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. There's no doubt you have questions about what happens in concierge medicine. More specifically, what would it look like if you did something similar, too? I want to tell you about a gathering place where you can find answers to those questions and others and learn just what exactly these types of doctors do. On August 12 and 13 in Atlanta, Georgia, the 2016 Concierge Medicine Assembly hosted by Concierge Medicine Today is a place where you can be creative for a few short hours, explore those what-if questions, and interact with other physicians kneecap to kneecap who've rescued their career and live to talk about it. To learn more, visit conciergemedicineassembly.com. We hope to see you in Atlanta this fall. Thank you for joining us again. This is Ask Dr. Tommy Show, and I have uh, Alana Hernandez in the office, and her website is helanahernandez.com, and that's uh, where you can go and learn about her um, services. She has online services. She has in-person services, and we were talking during the break. You said, you know, one of the things that you're on, on your bucket list for your business, at least, is to open up a studio. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I would love to open up a studio in the Fort Lauderdale area by the water. Would it be like a big open uh, space studio or how, how do you envision um, it? I envision it to be a lot of functional training. Okay. So, you know, a lot of different things, the medicine balls, the, the rowers. Mm-hmm. Um, I like doing a lot of different, like, I like doing football drills, believe you it or say not. You're in, <laughs> you say in Fort Lauderdale? Yes, that's because I love, I mean, I came down Fort Lauderdale and mm-hmm. uh, I love Fort Lauderdale. Tampa may, may you know, may be an opportunity also to maybe open up a studio here as well. Uh, so, any business owners out there, you have an idea that you want to... <laughs> 
uh, invest and call Alana. Um, <clears throat> anything planned for the summer? Any uh, any fun trips or anything like that? Oh yeah. So well, at the end of the year, I'm I'm going to Aruba. I'm oh, going to Aruba. Aruba. Yeah, I'm just gonna go on vacation over Be there. Be careful on the ships. Oh, okay. I heard. Yeah, sorry. Especially if you run into any Dutch people that are. <laughs> Dutch royalty, or exactly. I'm going with a, a, a group of women, so yeah, that's that's a terrible thing, and yeah, you know, I hate to make fun of it. But it's it's just uh, there's so many sick people All the out there. Craziness in the world now, it's it's going. It's going you have to really nuts. be careful. You have to be vigilant, especially really? um, people that are preyed on. As, yeah, you know, women, I mean, this Orlando, anybody, really, that Orlando yeah. thing is crazy. And I I, I come from like I said, Fort Lauderdale, Wilton Manors is like the the biggest gay community. Yeah. So those are like my best friends, and yeah. to hear something terrible like that is, is it's unbelievable. And, um, I think it, you know, it's it's a sign that our culture really has taken a an continual turn. turn, an ignorant turn. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, a, a continual downturn in mm-hmm. general. I right. think, and it's unfortunate uh, that we we're not able to uh, recognize that right. versus you know trying to pass more laws that are just going to do nothing except do nothing. To, yeah. yeah, anger more people, and yeah. and <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Is there any any way that people should get in touch with you if if they want to get in touch with you? you want Absolutely. To... Um, they can feel free to give me a call on my personal cell phone. I have no issues with people texting me. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll actually, the number is 954-594-9070. Or they can email me directly. Uh, my email address is alana at com, And that's H-E-L-L-A-N-A-H-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z.com. And we'll link that on the on the. Uh, show notes as well thanks well thank you so much for coming in and enlightening us and uh we look forward to having you as a guest trainer on the fit club on our fit club i can't wait can't wait to get a group together so so we can kick it up outside yeah (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for coming in again thank you doc tommy i appreciate your uh interview (laughs) and for all of you out there listening from um from uh, uh what is it pennsylvania new york massachusetts atlanta uh tampa zephyr hills gainesville and uh, even overseas, we appreciate you listening. And if you have any questions for Ask Dr. Tommy Show, please put them online to us at the AskDrTommy.com uh, website, and we'll get in touch with you. And until next time, bye-bye. And stay healthy. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. For more show news and information, go to AskDrTommy.com. And be sure to follow Dr. Tommy on Facebook at Echelon Health and on Twitter at Tampa Direct Care. To learn more about Echelon Health Concierge Medicine Practice, visit Echelon Health online at tampadirectcare.com.